0: Welcome to Quick Bites by Mind Over Food. I'm Andy Friedman, and today we're talking to Kristen Reed of Nursing Your Way to Wellness. Kristen Reed is an award-winning registered nurse with bachelor's degrees in both nursing and psychology. She practices holistic care in her role as a bedside nurse and health coach, completed her National Health and Wellness Nurse Coach Certification, and obtained her board certification as a holistic nurse. Kristen is the founder and CEO of the holistic health practice, Nursing Your Way to Wellness, where she offers health and wellness coaching, Reiki therapy, wellness workshops, and more. At Nursing Your Way to Wellness, she helps overstressed, overwhelmed women to prioritize self-care and learn sustainable wellness so they can feel their best and be their best. So, Kristen, welcome to the Mind Over Food Quick Bites podcast.
1: Hi, Andy. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited. Oh,
0: it's such a pleasure. It's such a pleasure. Um, So this is really cool because you're actually a registered nurse who is doing health coaching, which is very interesting and also very refreshing for someone who has, you know, these credentials um, doing this work. So um, tell me how you got into that, why you didn't go down a more traditional, or maybe you, would do, you also do more traditional nursing, um, but tell me how you got into that.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. So I still do bedside nursing, which is traditional nursing that people would think of. And the reason I got into health coaching and a little bit more of a holistic specialty was um, as we've seen more and more with the pandemic that we're currently going through, um, we're really stretched thin as bedside nurses, and we don't have an opportunity to really do a lot of education and um, really guide our patients and educate our patients on being like proactive with their healthcare. A lot of it is just giving them medication, giving them a quick discharge run through, and wishing them well. And I really found that that was a missing link for me um, as a nurse and also just as a human being. I felt like I had so much I could share with them to help with preventative care, integrative care, and again, to keep them from coming back to the hospital. And so that really gave me the the motivation to receive my health coach certification, and then also my board certification as a holistic nurse, so I could really tie the two together, um, really help with the chronic conditions that I see all the time, and then hopefully give people the tools they need so that they don't have to end up um, at the bedside I mean I'm sorry in the hospital with me <laughs> yeah
0: no it's so
1: crucial right it's it's yeah. so important and
0: and it is so sad um because nurses go into nursing to to help people and to help them be healthy and you're spending so much time just you know, getting them well enough to move them on their way. Right. So you started nursing your way to wellness, which I love that title. Um, yeah. So what, you know, what are some of those things that you're educating people and I guess mostly women about Mm -hmm. their wellness and how to maximize, um, as you put it, be their best.
1: Yes. So I yes, I work mostly with, um, busy overstressed women. Um, a lot of my clients are working moms. And so as you can imagine juggling, um, a, you know, a million balls in the air. And so we work a lot on mindset, stress management, self-care is a huge one resilience, um, easy approachable nutrition, which I know is your, your cup of tea. Um, really just to try to make wellness relatable, approachable, and then sustainable. So my hope is that once they are done coaching with me, they have all the tools and the knowledge they need to then carry that through the rest of their life um, in these small sustainable shifts that they've learned and not some big crash um, crash diet or resolution as we're coming on New Year's and all the like fancy giant New Year's resolutions that we all are um, hearing about. So that's those are the big areas that I help women with the most. Well, I
0: love that you said sustainable, right? Because that is really, I think the the word that motivates me the most is that you can, you know, lose weight temporarily. You can, you know, um, improve your numbers, you know, your blood work numbers or whatever temporarily. But if it's not sustainable. That's not wellness. Yeah. Yeah. So can you give us an example of, you know, you talked about like my, you know, the nutrition and stuff like that, even though I I don't, I don't do nutrition so much, but I do the mindset piece, which you brought up, which to me, that's, that's the whole enchilada that if you change your thinking, um, and we have so many myths, ingrained myths and Right. And um, so what are some of the techniques that you use to help people make that shift?
1: Yeah. So to your point, Andy, I think we can teach people and um, help them learn all the um, steps that they need and why they should make changes and lead them to change. But if their mindset is still in the gutter or, or so far off, nothing's going to click and nothing's going to stick, like you said. So we really work on um, a lot of reframing thoughts and these tiny little shifts to um, have consistent habits every single day that are, like I said, doable, practical. And we just keep retraining those thought patterns and getting them back in. Okay, I'm having this negative thought again or this all or nothing thinking or whatever it might be. Those are typical of my clients, but this perfectionism um, that we're so used to. And so reframing that and then sticking with small practical habits. And I'm talking like a two minute habit, a five minute habit a morning routine, an evening routine, things that are very doable, that we can all fit into our busy lives that then end up making big changes.
0: And you're so right that the the people who probably hardest on themselves are working moms, right? And that um, right now we're in a global pandemic and it's just to the nth degree, right? The stress, the level of stress. And the you mentioned also this perfectionist mindset and this all or nothing thinking, which is also for my clients. Actually, a lot of my clients are working moms as well. This perfectionist thinking is actually a sabotage to their goals. And um, so I, you know, I love that you you brought that up. And you're right; it's it's little little things make a big difference, right? Yeah. So. Also, these are the, the last people to kind of um, practice (laughs) self-care because they're caring for everybody else, including children, right? So, you know, what kinds of things um, do you encourage your clients to do to, to practice self-care?
1: It's funny that you say that because um, I often say I work with women who are last on their list and that's exactly right. what I'm referring to. So we all have to-do lists and it's the kids and it's work and it's dinner on the table and it's paying the bills. And oh, by the way, it's you know, 11 o'clock at night and I haven't done a single thing for myself. So so self-care is huge. That is my um, like heart and soul and um, what I'm probably most passionate about with my clients. So some easy things about self-care. I just wanted to start out by saying self-care is not negotiable. It's not really an option. We shouldn't see it as something that's optional because when we aren't at the heart of the definition, caring for ourselves, we're pouring for an empty cup. We can't love, you know, our family and our children as deeply as we could. Otherwise we, we aren't patient, we aren't, you know, as efficient at work, we aren't as creative, our other areas of our life really lag and really suffer. So self-care is really should be seen as something that's mandatory. And it doesn't always feel good, but it does good for us. So we think of bubble baths and, you know, a glass of wine, which (laughs) is a spa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I am all for all of those, those three things. But Um, I encourage all of us and my clients to really look beyond that and go a little bit deeper. So some examples of self-care that um, can be really powerful, like setting boundaries with other people, as busy working moms, you know, setting boundaries, asking for help, delegating. These are all really radical acts of self-care that can free up some time in our day to just take a deep breath and have a minute to ourselves um, sleep is huge. That is a huge act of self-care. So we, we touched briefly on bedtime routines, but really having a bedtime routine, just like our children do. And that can just be two minutes, five minutes, but it's something that triggers our body to say, okay, it's time for bed. We need to wind down and, have a bedtime goal each night, you know, I'm in bed by 10 PM, whatever the case may be. We know all the studies point to eight hours of sleep a night for adults is really um, optimal. Um, So sleep and then taking breaks throughout the day. Again, these small shifts. So a one minute deep breather break, just taking deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth saying a positive affirmation, just having these like little tiny shifts throughout the day, little tiny pockets of relaxation and like recentering, resetting ourselves. I think those are the most practical ways that we can really care for ourselves. That, that is
0: favorite. so yeah, that is so true and so necessary. I like to you I love the analogy that you use about pouring. You can't pour from an empty cup. There's nothing in the in the glass. There's nothing to give, right? You, there's yeah. nothing to share. I also like the analogy of when you're in the airplane and they tell you put your mask on first and yeah. then put on yeah. your child's mask. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really like using that analogy as well because it's so true. You know, yeah. you got to take care of yourself in order to take care of uh, your children, family, friend, what you know, whoever you're caring for, whatever you're doing. Um, yeah. It's it's so so true. Um, talk a little bit, if you will, about what resilience means to you and why that's important for you.
1: Yeah. Resilience is very important. I think now more than ever before, and especially in the medical world, this is like our big buzzword right now. Um, I've created a wellness program at my hospital, which is Brigham and Women's and resilience is the number one thing that we talk about and giving providing tools to caregivers on how to foster more resilience in order to um, sustain any challenges, but especially during our pandemic right now. So resilience basically is our ability to withstand or recover quickly from any kind of difficult condition. So it's our ability to kind of get back up, adapt and recover. Um, so some ideas which are similar to self-care, but some ideas to help us with resilience. One big thing that I love is doing something every day that brings you some sort of joy or happiness. And again, I'm just gonna beat this, <laughs> beat this, this point in of it being something small and something manageable. So this could be. Um, you know, reading a few pages of your favorite book for two minutes every morning. This could be listening to your favorite song when you come home, having a dance party with your kids for two minutes while dinner is cooking. Um, and not to underestimate the power of play, you know, as adults, we, we think that this is all things that kids do. I don't have time, but these things, you know for a two minute investment of our time can really have huge effects on our mood, um, our resilience, our, our um, stress management, all those things. So, finding little things that bring us joy every day, lighting a candle at night is one of my favorites. That's part of my bedtime routine. Um, so, is it a
0: scented candle?
1: Yeah, I actually have them um, through my website, and they're essential oil based candles. So, it's a lavender oh. candle, and it's just a nice, peaceful little moment that I have to myself that takes, you know, 10 seconds, and it's just, um really symbolic of like winding down. Nothing yeah. could be easier, right?
0: That's yeah. that's fantastic. That's yeah. really good. I love this idea of dance party. We used to call it dancerama. Love that. Because <laughs> I think that was like a Pee-wee Herman thing and we used to call it uh, dancerama.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. I'm so showing fun. my age now. <laughs> no, it's so fun. And and so really fun. finding these little these little moments of joy. And another big thing. Um, for resilience is um, noticing our thoughts and not judging ourselves Mm. and not, um, you know, again, not having any judgment, but just acknowledging our thoughts, noticing them. Um, I teach my clients a lot about how our thoughts create our feelings, which create our actions, which really create our entire life. So if we can get more aware of the thoughts that we have and kind of go back to that initial step and saying, okay, there it is. I'm having that negative thought again. Um, that all or nothing thought, that that negative thought, that perfectionist thought, and kind of nip that in the bud. And then it, I call it the choose again method. So basically saying, okay, there it is, I'm acknowledging it. And then choosing a next um, best feeling thought, something that you actually believe. <laughs> um, but reframing that thought into something else, something more positive, something a little bit more um, practical that will serve you. So again, just this paying attention, being a little bit more mindful of our thoughts and not just letting our thoughts run our day. And then at the end of the day, this is, you know, this is our habits, our actions, our life. And before you know it, you just have all this mumble jumble robotic um, kind of mess going on in your mind. So, well, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I was gonna, I was gonna say that. Um, that's basically mind over food in a nutshell. So thank you for that's cognitive. That's <laughs> co- the cognitive model. That's like, right. And so you know, want my listeners to know out there that this is really a, a an evidence based exercise, if you will, and um, and it really does work. And it doesn't need to be just. I kind of do it around food, but it doesn't need to be only around food. It could be about anything. Stress. Uh, resilience, all those things that what you think really does impact the rest of your life. And if you can tweak those thoughts, sometimes just a little bit, that will have a huge impact on your whole entire life. So Kristen, um, how can people, if they want to learn more about what you do
1: or just reach out to you, um, where can they go to learn more? Sure. Thank you, Andy. So you can go to, my website is nursingyourwaytowellness.com and there you will find um, services where you can sign up for health coaching, one-on-one um, workshops, things like that, and also I have a re- free resource that your listeners um, I think will love at the very bottom of my homepage. If you enter your email, you you can get instant access to my um, digital version of a self-care kit. So it has some self-care tips, ideas, um, a meditation really nice resources to help busy women, especially right now, and it's especially important as we go into the new year, so just some practical ideas and um, things to help with taking care of ourselves and really honoring ourselves right now. And I also offer um, a variety of wellness workshops, and I have one coming up that is called um, a wellness boot camp where we cover Um, all things stress management healthy eating for busy women and self-care so if you check back on my website often you can find out information on that you can enroll and the easiest way to to keep up to date with all of this is to sign up for my emails which again you can do on the bottom of my homepage. and then you'll be up to date on when the workshops are offered and you'll be able to sign up right there.
0: Yeah, that's really wonderful. And I want everyone to know that I'm going to put those links in the description of this podcast so you can just click right on through. And um, Kristen, I just want to thank you so much. This has been so enlightening. I love when there's people who are kind of doing the same things that I'm doing, but in a different way. Yeah. Um, and you're really doing it, um, you know, for a wide variety of people. I, I just think it's it's really wonderful. And I really
1: appreciate you talking with me today. Thank you so much, Andy. And I really appreciate the time you took to to have me on. And and, uh, it's my honor. It's been a pleasure.
0: I hope you enjoyed this interview with my guest, nurse Kristen Reed from Nursing Your Way to Wellness. Please visit my webpage at mindoverfood.com if you'd like to listen to more of these Quick Bite podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about Mind Over Food, or are interested in one of my free 15-minute consultations, please visit my website or email me at andy at mindoverfood.com. You can also contact me on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindoverfoodtraining. And I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thanks for listening to Quick Bites by Mind Over Food. I'm Andy Friedman. Keep an ear out for more Quick Bites coming soon.